Good morning, and welcome to Being the Change Now. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, Ashwini. So today we continue the practice of being awareness while speaking and while speaking and pay particular attention to what we're saying and how we're saying it. The assignment is not to attempt to practice compassionate speech, but to become aware of the content and intention of our words. And then we're recording and listening about what we're seeing about attention on awareness while speaking to another person. Here's our first caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, it's Anna from Seattle. Hello, Anna. What are you seeing? Um, well, I'm seeing that, um, you know, in the same process over and over. Um, and, yeah, yeah, just yesterday, you know, I, I started a new nanny job, and the same thing. You started what, always, Anna? Um, you started a, what? A new a new temporary nanny job, you know. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so uh, in that conversation with the mother of, of the child yesterday, um, you know, that was a little bit conflict. Um, I, so I saw the process that I've also seen in the last conversation I had with you, um, Sherry, um, and that I see so many times, which is, that I think um, that, you know, I think or ego thinks, and, I'm, well, I'm doing a really good job, actually, like I'm like, succeeding, um, you know, all expectations mm-hmm. of blah, 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 but then the other person, um, you know, kind of doesn't, I, I think the other person doesn't see that, and that's what I like in the conversation yesterday with the mother doesn't uh, hurt also, you know, after like working a few hours and being super nurturing and, and like working all kinds of things like under the surface, with, with, which I'm thinking I'm doing. <laughs> um, and then, then she kind of says, you know, she would like me to, you know, focus, uh, like, you know, she says something, you know, that isn't like a pr- as appreciative as I would like it to be, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I, I just want to, so the thing, oh, I think it is one, one for me to learn is that um, to communicate, yeah, be more humble, be more humble, and um, also just, wait, what was it? Now I forgot what it was that I was learning. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that seems a, that seems a good one, and uh, I, I don't know if I would say humble. I think that's probably, you know, you 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 know that's ego watching and and you know telling you what a good job you're doing, and then watching for somebody else not to be wildly enthusiastic, and then it can get upset and it can get you in a conversation and blah blah blah, right? As you say, you've seen this a bunch of times, so. Rather than you need to be more humble, I would project all you need to do is not let ego interact with you or with the mother. Now, of course, 
you know, I can say that really fast. <laughs> and it, it, it takes most of us, you know, some, some uh, focus to implement that. But that is the point. So it, it might be as simple as saying, oh, okay. You could even, you could even add, I know, ego's going, really? No, I don't. You could even add, oh, oh, thank you for letting me know that. And I, I project what you will begin to see is a miracle because you will be getting back exactly what ego says it's trying to provide for you but is actually keeping you from getting. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And instead, yeah. so, what I did is that instead, what I did is I kind of I kind of tried to do that, but instead, I'm I I kind of quit, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> oh yeah yeah exactly. Well, that's what ego does. Ego is a quitter, right? And it wants us to quit on everything. It, it so it you know it's not uh, the thing that it doesn't quit on is what we wish it would quit on, which is torturing us. And, and instead, what it does is uh, encourage us to quit in every situation so that we'll go home and sit on the couch with it. So it's great. You'll have more opportunities to practice this. You know, you, you, you are a sincere person. You are doing a good job, okay? And if somebody wants something a little different from you, okay, you can add that to your repertoire. You don't need to let ego be defensive about that. They're not saying there's something wrong with you. They're just saying, yeah, could you do it a little more that way? Or how about this? Or I'd really appreciate it. Okay, good. Um, yeah, then what, what if I have, you know, like worked on, on like an energetic level and, and to come? No, 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 no. You, you know, got to get, like, get, get it out in the verbal level out of the head and into the verbal level. Yeah. Because this is communication. And if, you know, if we could read one another's minds as well as we would like um, or as we think we do, then it would be a different world. So, yeah. Just, okay. Try it. Let me know. It's great communication okay. skill. Yeah? All right. So you don't think even um, to explain, nope. like, Nope. To her. Nope. Because she, nope. she doesn't obvious, obviously nope. see what was going on with That's right. <laughs> with her child. Nope. Okay. Nope. <laughs> All right. Nope. Okay. Yeah. Just, just try well, it. Just try um, it and see what, <laughs> see what happens. All right. Thank you, Anna. Okay. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> thanks, Anna. Sherry, that would be a good... Uh, commercial for the for don't suffer communicate because the entirety of that book is to keep the suffering out of the interaction right and most often yes. we're the ones suffering so if we have the ability to yes. keep our reactions out of the interaction and facilitate the information exchange then we're money ahead and sometimes yes. if that is we're successful in that we can facilitate the other person to get out of the conversation in their heads <laughs> so that That's we can right. actually See. have an authentic conversation. But the first place That's that right. it has to start is here. That's right. Because, and it's, it's perfect with, on a, you, you say money ahead, and 
when it's in a job situation, we really are money ahead, right? Yeah. Because what, what happens as soon as we uh, disagree with somebody is they become defensive, mm-hmm. which yeah. is what happens with Anna. The mother says, blah, 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 Anna becomes defensive. She says something, the mother becomes defensive, and yeah, yeah. there we are in a really unpleasant stalemate. Whereas, okay, oh, okay, then you know, everybody can drop their defenses and, and move from there. The, yes. the whole relationship softens. Yes. Well, and you know, Sherry, I was just, we were just looking at this while we were developing a curriculum around uh, communi- compassionate communication yesterday. And, and one of the pieces of clarity that we arrive at is that in a relationship like a job, the role is not that, we, you know, getting approval from that other person is not part of the role. You're here to do mm-hmm. a task not mm-hmm. to fulfill an emotional uh, experience. And it's what we learn mm-hmm. in practice that what we need gets taken care of by ourselves so we can show up in the role mm-hmm. that we're playing, not mm-hmm. confuse those two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boy, that is so important. My grandson used to say, the person making your coffee doesn't need to be your best friend. That's right. <laughs> but that's, you know, the respectful and polite. And oh, absolutely. A cup of coffee. That's, that's all we really need. Yeah. And then we can say a pleasant thank you and everybody gets on with their lives. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All mm. right, here's our next caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hello, this is Liesl calling from New Hampshire. Hey, Liesl. Hi. Um, so it's very funny in that I have been seeing that exact thing that you just mentioned. Um, I have to communicate a lot for my job. I'm in people's homes and communicating with them about their health and their lives. And um, it's really easy for me um, to stay in this place of really open-hearted compassion for them because um, – I guess there's not like uh, there's nothing reciprocal that's supposed to be happening there. Like I'm just there to offer. I'm not expecting anything in return. And I think that's where then when I'm in a re- even friendships I'm better at even than like my romantic relationship where I there's a story about how I'm owed something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and that immediately pulls me from that place of compassion mm-hmm. um, into oh, ego. Yeah, absolutely. Because we could define e- ego as uh, dissatisfaction, right? It's not full. Mm. It's always needing something, right? And so we right. can tell the places where we're the open conduit of, of life's love and what is coming through us is freely offered. Because there's so much of, so much of it, right? It's infinite. It's all available and it's pouring out of me, uh, me within quotes. And I'm the channel for that. And then when we get into that ego place and identify with limitations and absence and want and desire, then, you know, relationship and communication becomes a need management process, which by definition if you're, if you're a process of dissatisfaction, no matter what the other person does, it's never going to be satisfied. Right, exactly. It was like you said on the radio, somebody said on the radio show, like ego doesn't like that person. Yeah. Um, 
and that yeah, was really right? yeah, yeah so perfect for me like oh ego doesn't like this person like they're never gonna get it right um but why would I want to be in any relationship not in that place of open-hearted, compassionate presence? I mean, the only thing that wants to keep me from doing that is ego. And that's why every time I try to, I get all these stories from ego about how, you know, you're going to get taken advantage of and you're not going to get what you need. And, you know, and yeah. then I come back and it's like, well, I don't actually need anything <laughs> exactly from this relationship. That's right. I choose to be in it. I want to be right. in it. I want to be and, and, you know, um, Liesl, I'm sure it's your experience, right? We are in relationships in order to recognize that we don't, need, we're not, we don't need to come from a place of need in order to stay in the relationship. Right. I mean, this is the first relationship I think practice has led me to a place that I can be in a quote-unquote romantic relationship from that place, yeah. which feels so foreign. And ego keeps trying to convince me that it's not okay. Because um, it's not okay for ego, of course. <laughs> Precisely. And that clarity is so helpful because every time I get identified with the neediness and uh, there's a way in which I can redirect the attention because it's not that that open-hearted place is not what you are authentically always right. available if the attention right. is there. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think it's great that I get to practice it so much like right. for my job. And I yes. think it like all of a sudden dropped in is like, well, that's the, that's what's different is I don't want to have a conversation with my partner from any place other than sort of that same place I'm in when I'm with one of my clients. That's exactly right. Absolutely. And that was sort of like, again, I don't know, as you articulate, it's like, oh, well, of course, but, um, <laughs> but, yeah. but it was a wow for me. So, um, yeah, it's, it's such a place of freedom, right? Right. I, right. I, can, have, I can own my own experience and meet, meet everything that I, the need that is, uh, the, the, the need to redirect, well, what is the need being met, right? Which is the movement away from neediness mm. to a sense of fulfillment. There is right. no need. I just right. have to move the attention to that process of open-heartedness and then I could be, in a um, non-ego relationship, and that's lovely. Yeah, there's no suffering there. There's no suffering there. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for everything. Thanks to all of Sangha, and go happy. You too, Liesl. Thank you. Yeah, bye-bye. That was so good. That was so good. It's, um, what, that, what that did is... Um, help us to see that practice is, is a one-size-fits-all. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Be, it, because in exactly what you two were saying, you know, ego would set it up that, well, in this circumstance, it can be one way. But in this, it needs to be different. And in this, it needs to be different. And in this, it needs... And the closer we get, then it really needs to be different. Because I have to really protect myself and watch out, and my needs aren't going to get met. How am I going to get what I want? And uh, to realize that um, no, this it's the same process across the board. Right. Yeah. And you know, very good. Reminds me of the line, and there's nothing wrong with you that nobody wants to grow up. 
right? I, that, yeah. That, yeah. that childish place where the, the world is, what, as Liesl said, owes me. And I'm yeah. constantly looking to be taken care of rather than actually moving to the truth of what grown-up means is I really can fend for myself. I, can have, I take responsibility for my experience, my practice, my feelings. Yeah, yeah. and I can choose open-heartedness in every moment. That's right. Yeah, that's the that's the, really the bottom line. One size fits all, right? I I can choose what I want in every yes. moment. Yes. I don't need to listen to a story about somebody else is going to give it to me. Right. I I know what it is. I need to claim it and own it. Yeah. All right. Here's our mm. next caller. You it is a wow, isn't it? It is a wow. It's a complete yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. Here's our next caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? This is Ken from Morgan Hill, California. Well, hello, Ken. Uh Wow. Listening to huh? It's going to be hot where you are. Yeah. Well, you know, it's either hot or cold, right? Okay. Well, I was just checking in to make sure you knew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I have to uh, watch it when I'm working mm-hmm. in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, this that's, has been an amazing start. Holding. Yeah, this has been an amazing start this morning. And uh, kind of one thing I, I kind of been looking at is where the origin of some of this stuff has come from, and just some things. And kind can of I encourage you? That. Stop you and encourage you right there. Right. Okay. Don't do that. Okay. Well, it so just it just dropped in that, that huh? It dropped in that what? Well, it, it just it dropped in that um, you know it, it um, what seemed to happen in in early life was a child wanting to be heard, and then all this stuff got built on top of it. That, yep. With ego, there. With conditioned mind. There, you got it. And um, and then like even with the call, what I was kind of watching, there's a. Uh, um, there's kind of like an app running in the background of fear, you know, that, and then with that, there's a, uh, um, wanting to be heard or wanting to hide, you know, if I'm letting conditioning be there, then it's like A or B. That's right. That's right. And, and of course my, uh, vociferous enthusiastic don't do that, um, is because it is such a slide into content. Yeah. So you you've actually seen it clearly. Oh when yeah. You're identified, yeah. When you identified with the ego, it's either uh, trying to get my needs met or hiding. So you know yeah. that. Yeah. Right? You yeah. know that. And so in each moment in expanded awareness, you can be uh, coming from presence, and you know that that is going to be operating in the background, that app is running. Uh, it's such a great image because it's also using your battery, right? Um, right. And so, oh, it's, so just it's, suck, it's, it's a big energy sucker. It's, yeah. Big energy suck. So you know that that's going on. You, you're, you're aware of that, but you're not giving it any attention. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this, this uh, whole, I mean, each one of these weeks that we've had, it seems like, I, they're, for me, they're lifetime practices. You know everything we're doing at this. Uh, oh, but but 
but to back it up, then just to simple and be present and be there and be listening and and uh, and wait for what drops in, um, you know, is right. it's a simple solution and it gets you know with condi when conditioning is running the program, it gets so confusing and convoluted and messy. That's right. That's right. That's why my obsession with drop the conversation. Yeah. Because as you as you say, you know it's going to be a conversation that has its uh, basis in one of those two reactions by ego, one of those two ego defenses. So, and you don't even have to know which one it is. You just know when a conversation starts in your head, that's what it's supporting. So that's our practice. We recognize those conversations. We drop them. We get back here. Yeah, and, and life experience supports that because when I am just fully present, you know, it's, it, it, when I'm with ego, it's like an upside-down pyramid. It's like, you know, wanting, uh, going from the person who wanted to be heard to shoving my opinions down their throat. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to, to, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, yeah, and I, then to... I, uh, I don't want anything like, to do with you. And when we're present and just fully there, it's um, I don't know where it's going to go, and right. there's room for life to to let drop-ins happen, and it's uh, yes, it's just so amazing the difference in the two yes. places. Yes. Yeah. Well, suffering and happiness, right? There and you one go. Of the, yeah. The fun things about that is life can also drop in. Okay, well, it's great to get to catch up with you. I got to get back to work. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. ego would would say if you're if you're not if you're not taking care of yourself in these interactions, again, as Lisa said, you you know you're going to be taken advantage of. You're not going to get your needs met. This is not. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> we don't need to do that because life can orchestrate um, a graceful exit. As as well as anything else. I just pictured that uh, what you were saying that your grandson had said, uh, "Your uh, person making you a coffee doesn't have to be your best friend." <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. so uh, yeah. that kind of fit we, with that, it, right? It does. It absolutely does because that yeah. all all of those things that we get pulled into are basically meeting. I mean, I think the the two ego defenses you laid out are universal. Okay, yeah. So I either it, it ha I'm asserting myself or I'm out of here. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so with everybody, it, and it'll play out with the person making the coffee as well as the person that you're romantically involved with. Maybe yeah, different I mean, uh, degrees of it, but it's the same process. Yeah, well, you've known me for a while. You know, with me, sometimes it is pretty <laughs> one way or the other, so... Um, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I'm going to well, go back to my original. Much. Stay hydrated, okay? <laughs> thank you very much, everybody <laughs> out there. Right, thanks, Ken. Yeah, thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Ashwini? Hello? Oh, sorry, Ashwini? Sherry. Yes, I just said thank you, Ken, and here's our next caller. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next caller, you're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Andrea in Durham. Hey, Andrea. 
What do you see? Um, well, I guess I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I am seeing a lot of ego and in interactions, but um, I'm being told I don't really talk that much, so it's hard to do the exercise. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So hard to do the exercise if you don't talk that much. Yeah. And seeing a lot of ego in the interaction, right? And that's just so perfect, right, Andrea? Because uh, if you're if you're interested in finding out what happens when you talk, and what ego does, or what life does when you express yourself, you could just start to talk or notice even if what conditioning is saying is true. Do you not talk a lot? And then yeah. what happens around that? Are you being yeah. set up by the conditioning? Are you acting from identification? Is that just appropriate to the situation? Um, well, um, today I've talked a little bit more, um, and uh-huh. but I, I don't. I, I wasn't present. I was talking to a friend and colleague, and we had a good conversation. But I wasn't present enough to know what kind of um, ego was coming up. Um, what more I've noticed is um, I'm having difficulty with my son, and there's a huge amount of ego coming up with that because uh, I'm being told he's not um, fulfilling expectations, mm-hmm. and um, and a, a huge amount of ego about that, and finding it very difficult. What I'm really seeing is a huge amount of conversation in the head, right? And um, that's what I'm seeing. That's where the talking is going on. The talking is ego conversation in the head that I don't really want to hear. Um, and I recorded and listened yesterday. I did the two-handed recording exercise um, <laughs> back and forth for about a half hour. And um, I was just so identified and even saying, dang it, I'm looking through conditioned mind, not at conditioned mind. Mm-hmm. Well, there's so much in that, right, Andrea, because I think as we are processing this, what, mm-hmm. we're, what we're coming to is really what you're seeing, which is there's mm-hmm. a lot of ego conversation, and when ego is talking to ego, uh, or ego is really in its diatribe or monologue or whatever it is doing, there's no room for you, mm-hmm. yeah. right? You can't talk, you can't listen, you can't be present, there's no, there is no awareness the awareness is always aware, but there's a way in which it drowns everything out. Yeah, and it seems like undulations because um, it seems like every other day there's an undulation, like I'm okay, and then the next day it's just um, in the pits, and then okay, and then um, around this content, so... Yes, well, around the that, and that's such a useful observation too, right? Because the content yeah. does undulate. I mean, the content is what the content is, and the conversation is what the conversation is. I mean, even when it's not uh, loud, the you know we could look at okay, what does okay mean? Is it underground, or is it just not as loud? I mean, is it is it not just loud? And so there it is, right? Mm-hmm. That uh, that's why we practice attention on awareness because we're aware at least of what the conditioning is doing to us. Sometimes our practice allows us to make a choice for something different. When Sometimes you're saying just, this, when you're saying this, what I'm seeing right now is that um, 
those days that seem to be better, I think I'm looking at conditioning <laughs> rather than through it. And those days which aren't as good, I'm looking through it. That's right. And, and then we, we keep redirecting the attention until we could get to the place where I'm looking at it and not through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so, I mean, just knowing that I, it doesn't feel that way when we're in the dark room, but just knowing that I can have either of these experiences. Now I'm having the experience of looking through it, and now I have the experience of looking at it. And, you know, Andre, it's, again, we keep saying this, but it's so, it, it, it doesn't satisfy the conditioning at all because if I'm aware of looking through it, I'm actually not looking through it. In that second, I'm looking at it. Mm-hmm. But somehow or the other, that needs to feel differently within quotes, right? Because the attention rapidly goes to, am I out of this dark place? And the answer is always no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, last night, you know, I just got to the point where um, I kind of disidentified a little bit, and then I listened to Blanket of Acceptance because mm-hmm. I felt like, well, I guess I just have to accept what's happening. So. Mm-hmm. Yes, that there is a way in which when one of the, one of the ego tricks is to engage with the dark room in order to exit the dark room. Right. And we just go, okay, I'm surrendering. I'm surrendering the I that wants to do that. And that is acceptance, right? I accept the fact that there is an identification which really moves me more and more into the awareness of the identification and attention on awareness, and then I'm exiting. Yeah, so I guess you use the term Aikido move for that. Yes, yes, we do, don't we? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and again, you know, we do have difficult content. And so then, and by that I mean content that causes the conditioning to get triggered. And that's it. Triggered is the word, very triggered. Um, And that's what seemed to happen. And what I noticed was that as soon as the content changed a little bit, I was able to relax a humongous amount. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So then we just come back to it's in my life because there's something for me to see and see through, right? This is something that is my spiritual opportunity to unconditional love and acceptance. And there it is, right? There was an acceptance that, that that you came to that was not content dependent. I just well, accept this. Well, yeah, it's funny because um, what I see now is that it did, like, like really being able to relax did seem content dependent. And um, uh, there's two things coming up. One is grateful for that, that the content um, moved so that I could relax. And then the other one is the pseudo Zen voice saying, well, if you were really um, uh, enlightened, that wouldn't need to happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I see both of those. Yeah. Well, and, you know, what we do in those cases, ignore the voice, right? Because right. the only way I could get unconditional well-being is unconditionally ignore the conversation. Right, right. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you. Thanks, Andrea. Hey, I just want to acknowledge that we had another wow moment there, right? Yeah. I mean, we have a lot of them, but I, I particularly like the one of, oh, the good days are when I'm looking at conditioned mind and the bad days are when I'm looking through it. Mm. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that clarity is, is what gets, out of, gets, gets us out of the addiction to circumstances being a certain yes. way. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. That, we were talking about that group last night that, you know, all, all, all suffering happens in a conversation in the head. That's, that's just the truth of the matter. All suffering happens there. Um, so once we catch on to that, then we want to keep an eye on that process rather than going with it because if we go with it, we're going to suffer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now. All right. Well, All thank right. you. Thank oh, you very Ashwini, much. one thing you, you, you mentioned the uh, uh, Don't Suffer Communicate book. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, I always encourage people to get it from your independent, uh, local independent bookstore or get it from Keep It Simple. Mm-hmm. Avoid, avoid places like Amazon if you can. They really, they really hurt businesses. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. and, and Thank I don't you. know if people have noticed, but there's large amounts of our quotes are coming from the communication book. So we're in a we're in, in a realm of this um, year-long retreat that really is about not suffering in communication. And yeah. I would probably mention also that we have three workshops com- coming up around that. Um, around communication, right? Yeah. Well, so yes. So, so just uh, what we don't see is the, the title of these Sunday workshops, and it's basically a, a, a way of recognizing what we're trapped behind that mm-hmm. it, I mean, so affects my communication, right? Yeah. What I say, what yeah. I don't say, what I can't project, what I can project, all of it in that prison of, of, the, of the framework that I'm coming from. And just being mm-hmm. aware of that, which is what practice is about, really, really assists me to connect authentically with somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. When we're keeping an eye on conditioning, it's helpful to recognize the process it's using against us. That's right. Which is the hardest yeah. thing to do because it feels it like is. me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, and we thank get a you new so much. Today at noon on Friday, noon Pacific on Friday. That's right. And it is a holiday weekend uh, in these United States. And uh, so we will still be with everybody on Monday, I'm guessing. So yes, we will. Join us if you can. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Go happy. <laughs>